Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater. And today I'm going to be sharing with you guys the single biggest lesson that has allowed me to elevate my life. So if you feel or have ever felt like life is caving in or crashing down on you and you're struggling to breathe, you're struggling to gain traction, and it just feels like it's one thing after another thing. And you're like, when does the stress end? When does the overwhelm end? And you have goals, you have fitness goals, you have nutrition goals, you want to enjoy your life, you have career goals and family goals, and you just want to feel good, but life never seems to slow down. Well, this episode is going to give you the hope and empowerment you need to make it through because I have been there. Man, have I been there. And I promise you that it gets better. So today I'm going to be telling you guys literally the single biggest lesson that I've learned (laughs) and how it's really allowed me to elevate my life and rise above the chaos. Now, have I learned this a little too late? Potentially it could feel that way, but honestly, I think I learned it exactly at the right time because if you've been listening to the podcast, if you've been following, if you're a client, like you will know that I do believe everything in life happens as it should. Everything happens for a reason. And I know it can feel impossible to understand that in the moment. But in every obstacle and challenge that you face, there is a lesson that can help you grow and elevate to the next level. So in order for this episode and this lesson to really make sense and come together, I am going to briefly chronicle my life over the last several years. Now, I don't typically do podcasts like this one. There's definitely a few in there if you guys want to search through. Sometimes I like to just get straight to the value, give you guys the tips, give you guys the goods, the evidence. But sometimes there really is power in personal experience. And if you're someone who's, no, I just like to get the value. I totally respect that because sometimes that's me. I don't want to sit here and listen to someone's experience going through their life. But I know there are a few of you guys who really do enjoy hearing about my life and my experiences. So if that's you, I think you'll really like this one. Now, before we dive in, I do want to say, as I'm going through my life over the last couple of years, this episode is absolutely not intended to put anyone down who has ever been a part of my life. I I typically do not apologize for speaking my truth no matter what, but I just wanted to start the podcast with that because again, I truly feel that the intention with this podcast here is not at all to offend anyone. Again, usually I'm like, oh, screwed if I offend someone, I offend someone. 
And I mean, I still stand by that. But again, you guys, I just want to make it clear the intention with this podcast is literally to just provide empowerment and share my own experience. If anything comes across as confusing, if you're someone who's been a part of my life, again, there's nothing in this episode intended to hurt anyone's feelings. So to kick things off, let's go back in time to around 2016, 2017. Now we're going to spend less time on the earlier years and a little more time on the more recent years. There's definitely quite a few episodes that do talk about my past early on, how I got into fitness, how I got into bodybuilding, how I became a certified trainer and started my company and all of that stuff. But if you guys haven't tuned into those episodes, again, 2016 was when I competed in my first bodybuilding show. A second one was in 2017. And again, 2017 held a lot of stress and a lot of insecurity for me. Again, I did move to Fort Mac at the end of, not end, but in July of 2016. So that's kind of when, when I'm starting this episode. That was right after my first ever show. So 2017, although I'm very thankful to have kind of found my passion in bodybuilding, which I still love to this day. And I definitely appreciate the person I was, despite being ridiculed with insecurities. When I think back to that time, my mind was so chaotic. There was so many things going on in my head and none of them were that useful. And honestly, and this would be a a reoccurring theme throughout the earlier years, a lot of that was due to my body insecurities, my unhealthy relationship with food, and my relationship with my partner at the time. When you have those three things, which a lot of people do, especially ladies. I can't speak as much for men. I don't work with as many men. We have quite a, we have a couple men in the program and they are freaking killing it. The guys that we have are literal rock stars. But I work primarily with women and I can say for sure that when you have stress in regards to how you look when it comes to your physique, when it comes to your relationship with food, and when it comes to your spouse or your relationship or your partner, those things consume your mind. You don't have any capacity left to do anything useful with your time. And you might think you do, but you don't. And you don't know the difference, especially if that's the normal that you are used to living. One of the best things that came out of 2017, though, was that was also the year that I met one of my best friends and my amazing client, Rochelle. Rochelle has been on the podcast. She competed with me at the Alberta Open last year, which is crazy because looking back like 2017, she was just starting her fitness journey. She was my first ever client. She was also my first ever competition prep client. Like we've come a long way together and Rochelle knows I love her, but I still don't think she even knows how much she's actually changed my life. But for lack of a better term, in 2017, I was I was just feeling lost. I had recently graduated from university. I had this degree that I was kind of trying to use in Fort Mac. I hated it. And I knew at that time that I wanted to pursue the fitness industry, but I was so unsure of myself. And I felt like being a trainer, I felt like, oh, you're never going to make anything of it. And people still think that. A lot of people still think that that industry is saturated and like, it's complete bullshit. I will say that maybe being an in-person trainer, you're never really going to probably 
blow up because you're working dollar per hour unless you potentially have a team of trainers that are employed by you or you own a gym or that sort of direction. But when you take it online or even open some type of hybrid model of in-person online or just strictly online, like the opportunities are freaking endless, you guys. And one other little lesson that I'm going to throw in here, this is not the biggest lesson, but just a little lesson that's really, really pivotal. And I wish I, I wish I did know this one earlier on is a lot of people are going to say things to you and they're going to present them as facts when they're strictly opinion. And knowing how to differentiate between fact and opinion is so important. People throw around these statements and people just accept them as facts. And it's, it's just so far from the truth. Even as simple as, oh, it's so tough to get ahead in this economy. Like, you guys know it's not. You just need to know what you're doing. Or another one. This one's one of my pet peeves, you guys, and I'm going a bit off track here, but this episode is supposed to be in flow. So I'm going to follow my flow here. (laughs) When people say, oh, I just love food too much to lose weight. And it's, you guys, I get that you might love food. I get that at this point in your life, if you're saying that, it could be A, it could be like humor or a mask or a defense mechanism for your lack of self-belief and your ability. But it could also just simply be that right now your goal isn't to be on a diet to lose weight. That's just not your intention or your goal right now. And that's totally fine. But to say that, oh, I don't have the discipline for that. I don't, I could, I love food way too much. It's it's not true. If you wanted to, no matter who you are, you could do it. You absolutely could do it. So to say that you couldn't, it's BS. So, anyways, you guys, let's get back on track here. 2018. 2018 was when I finally started to find some direction. So at this time, I had obtained my personal training certification and nutrition certification, all that stuff. I had gotten more involved in personal development. I really became a big fan of podcasts. 2018 was also when that relationship that I was in prior ended. And honestly, it was a very mixed year. There was a lot of ups and a lot of downs. One of the best things was that was the year that I did start actually practicing as a um, professional trainer. I met a lot of really cool people in terms of like clients that I was working with. And those are people that I would definitely have not have met otherwise. A lot of them I still, even though we're not like close, I still kind of like have a bit of a connection with. One of them being one of my really good friends and still clients to this day, Carly. And that was the year that I really realized like my passion is without a doubt fitness and nutrition and, and in the health industry. However, later towards the end of that year, I entered into a relationship that was fucked up. (laughs) And that is definitely no one's fault but my own. And despite it being a a strange, not that happy, great period of my life, I did learn a lot. And there is a podcast called like Toxic Relationships, something like that. And although some people might like to put their opinion on my life and say, oh, what a toxic relationship. You learned everything you didn't want. Like, I actually learned a lot of really good stuff from that relationship. And I I know that I would not be who I am or how I am or with the person that I am today if it wasn't for that relationship. However, it it definitely led to self-abandonment. It led to me kind of leaving the person that I truly was to try to be someone that I wasn't. Again, I was still, despite having found like my passion in terms of like career path, I was still very lost as like 
an individual because I felt like I'd been living my life a certain way, being a certain person. And then I felt, hey, maybe that's not who I'm meant to be. And I started to question everything. But I guess I hadn't had enough life experience to know that that, that was not right. <laughs> that, that, that I should have just stuck to who I was. And I, I think that a lot of you guys will resonate with that. When I think back to 2019, honestly, that year is kind of a blur. I feel like not a lot of important stuff happened in that year. I I remember like working a lot and training really hard. And that's when I was trying to like do my full-time job and do in-person training and do some online coaching. And I think that's why it was just such a blur. That was definitely the year that I was physically really hard on myself. I was sleeping like two to three hours a night, which I know sounds insane, but you guys, it's true. It's so true. I would literally sleep from 1am to 3am, like Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends, I would sleep as much as possible. But yeah, it was a brutal year that way. I don't know how I went through that year without any actual like injuries. (laughs) But the best thing that came out of 2019 for sure was that was the very last year that I was ever, I shouldn't say ever, but like that I was unsure of myself as a person. And when I, when that year ended, I mean, it wasn't like in unison with the end of the year, but as I moved into 2020, I was like very secure and certain in who I was and how I wanted to live and certain values that I had. And it honestly took me self-abandoning from those to learn, hey, no, that is how I want to live my life. That is who I want to be. Like I definitely am, for example, like an introvert by nature and me trying to be an extrovert. It's, it feels so wrong in my whole core. <laughs> I do naturally exhibit more masculine energy and me trying to exhibit more feminine energy again, even though I've, I've learned more how to tap into that and when to use it. Trying to force myself to be that way is almost the exact opposite of, of the intention behind it. And it just, again, it feels so wrong to my core. Me trying to be an, a naturally empathetic person, a naturally nurturing person, it's not who I am. And when I try to force myself into those roles, I can feel the universe saying, what the fuck are you doing? It literally feels like it's beating me in the face. I Prior to 2019, I would literally try to make myself like things that other people liked because I thought that that's the way that I should be. And it literally, it was so, I don't know how to describe it, repellent. That's how, it's like when you take two magnets that are like opposite or whatever or the same, I don't know. I don't know that much about magnets, but like when you try to push two magnets together and you're pushing the same sides together and they just want to force and they keep jumping up or jumping down, that's how it would feel. And I was stuck in that jittery, like back and forth. This sucks. This is wrong. I'm getting repelled. This energy is repelling me. And I kept trying to force it. And it was like repellent. (laughs) So that's, you guys, I am getting to the single biggest lesson. That is not it yet. But in order to really understand the single biggest lesson, I feel like I do have to go through all of these experiences. So as we headed into 2020, I mean, that was the COVID year, the first COVID year. (laughs) That was the biggest pivotal year of my life. So, so many changes. Like from the beginning of 2020 to the end of 2020, my life completely changed. That was the year I took my business fully online, which was huge for me. I definitely did have a lot of passion in 2020, which I'll circle back to later on. And 2020 was the year that I met my now fiance, which was obviously hands down 
the most important aspect. And it's funny because towards like the end of 2019, I was basically in this headspace of fuck men. And I was definitely not looking for a relationship. Um, but I had, I wasn't looking for a relationship, but I've always wanted a relationship, a good relationship. Does that make sense, you guys? So I was kind of, I told myself I'm not going to be with someone again ever unless they are fucking amazing. And I get that you can't tell if someone's fucking amazing when you first meet them. Yeah, they might appear that way and then you might realize they're not. But that was like my intention. And it's funny because I am definitely not romantic in a traditional sense in any way. But I've always, as you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast, like I've always loved love and I've always loved the idea of love. But I've also always been very like selective with my love. It takes me a really long time to love someone. It takes me a really long time to trust someone. It takes me a really long time to open up to someone. And people might think that they know me, but like very, very, very few people in this world actually know me. And I know I'm on social media and I know I have a podcast. I know I have clients and blah, blah, blah. Right, you guys, you all think you know me, but there's probably about six people in the world who know the full me. And that is totally, it's worked for and against me. Like it definitely works more for me, but it's funny because a lot of people that I have a surface level relationship with, and I don't mean that in a bad way, they're like, oh, you're so great. You're amazing. You're the best. I'm like, you don't know that because you don't actually know shit all about me. You you have this perception of me that's based on you, not actually on who I am. But I mean, it is partly my own fault because I do take a very long time to open up to someone. But having said that, I literally knew after the first two weeks of meeting Brendan that I was going to be with him forever. However, <laughs> we definitely did not rush into that relationship. It's so funny. He's going to come on the podcast again one day soon, hopefully, and we'll talk about life. But <laughs> Yeah, I know he wanted to date me for basically since the day he met me. And I was like being hard to get. <laughs> but I knew, I knew after two weeks that we were going to be together for sure. However, the funny thing is I did not know up until about two weeks, like literally zero thought in my head that we were even going to have a relationship, let alone be engaged. Like I thought he was really nice, really great guy. I was like, he's attractive. He's funny. Like all these great qualities, but like definitely not going to go any farther than just hanging out with him. And then next thing you know, I was like, yep, he's going to be with me forever. So anyways, that was 2020. 2021 was probably the most challenging year for me, mainly due to my back injury. That's when I injured my back. I still battle that injury to this day. However, thankfully... It is so, so much better. But that injury took up a lot of my energy that year. I also, although I did a lot of great things that year, I made a lot of mistakes, when, especially when it comes to my company, mainly hiring the wrong people. Which if you're a business owner, especially a business owner in Fort Mac, despite the fact that I have a online business and I can technically hire remotely and, and I do that now. But if you are a business owner, you will feel my pain when it comes to employees. Oh my God, you guys. And especially my, my spouse having a business, which he recently sold. But again, you guys, holy shit. The, the, I get it. People are like, oh my God, nowhere's hiring. Oh my God. Or it's so hard to get a job here. But it is so fucking hard to find quality people. It is 
the biggest challenge in the world. Now I'm making one of those statements that I said not to make. So it's not about that. It's about finding the right people. But I personally have had a very challenging time finding the right people. (laughs) But I'm going to circle back to that again in the upcoming bit of this episode. So not only was I injured acutely, (laughs) meaning I could not train at all for six months of 2021, I had hired the wrong people who fucked things up for me. I shouldn't say it that way because actually I should. Because one thing I'm also not doing anymore this year is taking responsibility for other people's shit. Now, I have said in the past, everything in your life is your responsibility. And I think that there was a time and place that that mentality served me, but it's not any longer because I've absorbed so much shit from other people and I'm not taking that energy into my life anymore. However, despite that, and also obviously being with Brendan, transitioning to being a parent when that was never something that I had intended for my life was a lot right? Anyone who has kids knows that it's a lot when you have a kid. And then especially when you don't actually have the kid and then they're just suddenly in your life, it's a big change. It's a great change, but it's very, very challenging, especially when it was something that like I had never intended for my life. And then I obviously met Brendan and all of that changed. So there was just a lot of... And then I ended the year just as I was easing back into training. I ended up having a surgery, had to take more time off. One great thing that came from that was towards the end of 2021, though, I did connect with one of the right people, which was Brittany, who's still one of my coaches to this day. So very thankful for her. But 2021 was probably one of the one of the more challenging years for me. It was still a great year, don't get me wrong, but definitely a lot of stuff happening. 2022 was better than 2021. A lot of that year was just like rehabbing my injury, but definitely started moving in the right direction in terms of that. However, there was a lot of stress in my life, in my spouse's life. He just started his own company. I was very engulfed in my company. I was constantly putting my clients in front of myself. And both me and my company and my clients were paying the price for that, which was very hard to see in the moment because I felt like I was doing the right thing, but then I could, I, was, I knew I was doing the wrong thing. <laughs> and it's just that whole like concept of you have to be the most important person in your life if you want to serve anyone else to a high level. But when you have your own business or even when you are a, a trainer or a coach or a nutritionist or someone who really truly does care about your clientele, or I'm sure there's other um, practitioners like so... Sometimes it can be challenging when you truly care about the person, right? And you truly want to help them, but like you have to help yourself first. You absolutely have to help yourself first because if your needs are unmet, you are not going to be in a place that you're going to be able to help people. And you might think you are, but I, I promise you, you are not. Now, that doesn't mean that every single box needs to be checked and you need to be this super like happy person who's killing in every degree in order to help others. No, that's not what I'm saying. But if you are suffering and you're putting others in front of you, that's a problem. I was also putting my business in front of my family, which again is like that. And again, I'm fast forwarding a little bit here, but in 2023, I did a lot of research and spent a lot of time learning about personalities, learning about the subconscious mind. That's always been something I've been interested in and I've applied to my coaching. But Again, something that I did in 2020, 2021, and 2022 was, and this is something 
that I have really managed to get a stronghold of towards the end of 2023 and in 2024 so far. And it's the ability to turn off my creator slash coaching brain. That was one of the biggest struggles for me is that, of course, you guys know I'm very passionate. (laughs) I'm very passionate about my clients. I'm very passionate about my craft and about coaching and about learning. But there's there actually comes a time where that doesn't serve you. And it wasn't serving me. Like I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't turn my brain off. Everything I consumed, I was like on coach mode. I was like, how can I apply this to my clients? How can I apply this to my business? Like all I would do every day, all the time was like learn or listen to podcasts or research or read articles or create content for my clients, create content for social media, create content for upcoming live streams or webinars or masterclasses or trainings or challenges or programming or learning or new nutrition stuff or just like, I couldn't get enough in my brain and I still love learning <laughs> but it was actually and I didn't even realize in the moment because I was so addicted to it I was so addicted to it and I'm, it's still something I'm battling um, but it, it wasn't serving me and it was almost this defense mechanism and again, family, the, the concept of family, I know everyone in the world's like, family's everything. I love family, 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 family. And like, I respect that and I admire that and that's great. But I have never, this sounds bad, but that's unfortunately, this is who I am. Like, I have never valued the concept of family extremely high. And I know everyone's gonna be like, wow, you're an asshole. But that's my truth. I'm working on changing that and I'm, I'm definitely moving in the right direction because I want to value family highly. But one of my defense mechanisms is like, oh, I'm just going to create more work for myself so I don't have to invest into my family because that's not something that I'm comfortable with. That's not something that I'm used to. What I'm used to doing is working my ass off and learning things and teaching things and creating things. And again, if you are a business owner, this will really make sense to you because the truth is like the work is never done. And I know I started this podcast saying, if you feel like the world is crashing down on you and it's always one thing after another after another, it's the reality is there's always going to be more to do, especially when you own a business. There's always going to be things to do. If you were on a fitness journey, there's always going to be things to do. Like part of that is just accepting that because if you keep trying to go through the weeds and tread the water and you're going to drown, you're going to suffocate in the weeds, because there's always going to be more. And so I was not upholding some of my boundaries. And when I, when I say that, so again, going back to 2022, I've never really had a problem saying no to people. I know a lot of people struggle with that. There's a lot of, I work with a lot of people pleasers in, the, in our program at Cut and Conquer, but I've never really struggled with saying no to people. However, what I do struggle with still and always have is this deep desire to help people become better and reach slash exceed their potential. I just have it in me. (laughs) And when I see someone not doing their best, it irks me and it hurts me and I need to help them. (laughs) And most of the time, it truly comes from like a genuine place of wanting to help and wanting to share my knowledge with people and help them improve. But not going to lie, sometimes it literally just comes from what the fuck is wrong with this person. They need to improve. (laughs) But regardless, that is my weakness, which is a great weakness when you are a coach, but it can also work against you because the reality is some people are just not ready to change. Some people just don't want to change. And if you are a coach, this will also resonate with you because 
you can't want your client's results more than your clients want their results. Same thing when if you're in a relationship, like you can't want to improve the relationship more than the other person. It's a team effort. You guys both have to be in it. So going into 2023, I wasn't super happy with my body. I'd, I'd come a long way in terms of like body dysmorphia and confidence and body confidence. But because of my injury and having to take so much time off training and then having to ease back in and relearn how to train properly with an injured back, <laughs> um, like definitely took a toll on, on my physique. But I had my sights set on competing again in 2023. And I'd kind of been prepping my mind for that during 2022 as well. And I'd come really far with my mindset and my nutrition and my mindset around nutrition. I'd stayed fairly on track with my diet. Obviously, my body fat percentage was higher than I would have liked it to be. But when you literally can't train, I mean, there's only so much you can do, especially because my goal was to maintain the muscle mass that I had. So I didn't really want to be like in a deficit. Anyways. 2023, I started prepping right at the beginning of the year. And 2023 was my favorite year so far. Although 2024 has been better so far. But 2023 was probably the best year of my life as an adult, for sure. There was still a lot of stress. And I was in prep. So there was a lot of physical stress on my body. But 2023 was an amazing year for me, for my relationship, for the company, for a lot of people in my life. It was... It was a really great year. I also completely revamped my company, especially on the back end while being in prep, which is crazy. And it took a lot of energy and it took a lot of time. And obviously that was a lot of added stress, but prep went amazing. Like it could not have gone better. Like I, I, if I could have created the perfect prep, like I wouldn't have gone as well as that prep did for me. The I guess the drawbacks of 2023 and even 2022 was I invested in quite a few things outside. I'm not talking about my fitness, but I invested in quite a few things that did not work out for me. <laughs> and when I say invested, I mean both money and energy in programs, in mentorships, in people. <laughs> and I took a lot of advice that went against what I thought was right because that's what I was being taught. That's what I was being told. And I don't mean morally right, but more like authentically. And once again, we saw that pattern come back like 2019, self-abandonment, trying to be something that at the core I was not. However, this time around, it was truly because I thought and hoped it would work for me. I thought it would be better than, than what I was doing. But as opposed to back in 2019, when it was more so because like I wanted to fit in or I wanted other people to like me. So, I mean, as we, we talked about in that, I talked about in that episode with Britt about my word for 2024 being intuition. Like that's a big reason why. So having said all of that, 2023 was fantastic. I competed in Calgary. That's where I won the overall. Went to nationals in Toronto with my amazing fiance who was not yet my fiance. Although he had my ring since Calgary, since May. <laughs> um traveled to the Okanagan, got to see my family. Brendan and the boys and I went to California during my prep. My prep. That trip was amazing. Also went to Banff. We went to the, the spa. I forget what it's called there, but it was excellent. Got engaged to the love of my life. And it's funny because a lot of people will be like, oh, getting engaged doesn't mean anything or whatever, but or it doesn't change, change anything. Sorry, I didn't mean doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change anything. But 
we had a freaking amazing relationship up until we got engaged. And then it's even been so much better since getting engaged. So I thought it couldn't get any better and it got better. However, towards the end of 2023, we did start to see things going down a little bit. I got sick. I got really sick in the fall. And it was brutal, you guys. It was brutal. And it really, it was unfortunate because I'd followed my reverse diet so perfectly. I felt so good post-show. My energy was back. My calories were like triple plus what I was eating. My body was responding so well. And then I got sick. And it's funny because a lot of people will say that mental pain is worse than physical pain. Now, I have had a fair share of mental pain in my life. However, I had not quite experienced physical pain like that before. The first flare-up that I had of sickness in the end of August, early September, was not as bad as my back injury. And I remember thinking to myself, even though that was fucking brutal, it was not as bad as my back injury. But the the next flare-up I got in the beginning of November, that was worse than my back injury. The amount of pain that I was in for a consistent two-week span. I could not sleep. I could not eat. I could not think. I literally could lay in my bed with heating pads surrounding my body. And I have to say, in my experience, physical pain is excessively worse than mental pain because in my opinion, mental pain is just mental pain. Yes, it can affect you physically, but it's still mental pain. Physical pain affects you physically and fucking mentally when you're in enough of it for a long enough period. And thankfully, I was only in excessive pain for two weeks, but two weeks of that level of pain is enough to make you want to die. It literally is. It is so completely debilitating. So thankfully, we're over that now. Hopefully, it never comes back. The like going forward from that was when... So a lot of people say, oh, post-show blues and like body dysmorphia after prep. And I hadn't got any of that. Again, I followed my reverse diet. I was gradually gaining weight, which was my intention. But after being sick and after not eating for many, many days, my hunger was through roof. Obviously not eating for two weeks is very, very unhealthy on top of being in chronic stress, chronic pain. So I, the body dysmorphia that hit after that, obviously my muscles looked super flat. I was so hungry. I did gain weight pretty quickly after that as well. And like the body dysmorphia was unreal. It was so bad. I felt like the most disgusting person on the planet. And I knew it was fucked up. I knew it was not right because it's funny. When we go back to 2022 for my birthday in October of 2022, Brendan and I went to Vegas and I weighed the exact same amount in Vegas as I did in November of this year. And I felt so confident in Vegas. I was like, oh my God, my body's like rocking. I feel so good. I feel so confident. And I was like that exact number. And I looked actually better because I'd gone through prep. I'd done a bit of a body recomp, but I felt terrible. And I was like, Christina, what the fuck is wrong with you? You literally look the exact same you did in Vegas. You felt so good. But right now you feel like complete shit. And the reality, you guys, like when you see yourself stage lean, like you cannot unsee that. You literally cannot unsee that. And I think the fact that I... If I had hit that weight, which isn't even that heavy, but if I had hit that weight gradually as I was supposed to with my reverse diet, like without being sick, I think it would have been a lot easier mentally than just suddenly hitting it. But thankfully, I pulled myself out of that. If you guys are, I won't go into details of that because that's not the intention of this podcast, but it really only lasted two to three weeks. But the key is to 
pull yourself out of it before you downward spiral. Like you got to take it one day at a time because when you're in that space, like you feel discouraged and everything feels so far away and you feel like you've lost progress and you don't know what you're doing, but you have to take it one day at a time and you have to master each day and you have to treat your body with the love and respect you had for it when you felt like you were at your best because it is you and your body at the end of the day and you have to move forward with love because no matter what, you're going to want to move forward. So you can move forward hating yourself or you can move forward loving yourself. It's going to be a hell of a lot easier to move forward from a place of abundance and a place of love than it is from a place of hatred. Now, the final thing that I really learned and was embracing towards the end of 2023, basically after my competition when I had more mental capacity to think, (laughs) um, was this concept. And now this definitely has changed the way I've moved through life. This isn't yet the lesson, you guys, but it's the concept that not anyone, and when I say not anyone, I mean barely anyone, thinks the way that I do. Now, that seems obvious. And if you, I mean, probably a lot of people have said that to me, and I've probably learned that hundreds of times in my life up until then, about everyone's being different and everyone sees things differently and everyone's personal experiences impact the way that they see things in life. And we all have different personalities. But, you know, like sometimes you're just not ready to hear things. You hear them, but you don't really hear them. And so knowing that like the way that I think is very different than the majority of people has really changed my approach in life towards everything because I truly thought, I don't know how to fully explain this concept, but I truly thought that everyone thought the way that I did. And when I would communicate with people or ask for help or try to help someone and it wasn't received the way that I I would receive it, I felt it felt weird and off and strange. And a lot of the time, again, this is more my personal life than my professional life or with my clients. But in my personal relationships, there were many aspects where I was struggling (laughs) with this connection piece and like connecting the connections. There was a connection, but I was struggling to connect the dots. And I didn't really understand that people don't actually understand me sometimes and that I don't actually understand them. But understanding that, if that makes sense, you guys, has made a huge difference. So one, just one example, and this isn't even a good example, it's just the one that easily comes to my brain is I do not, do not, do not, do not, do not in any way, shape or form enjoy social events. Anything that involves more than three people, count me out. Like, I do not want to be there, and that is a guarantee. So, when I'm at a social event, like, my default setting is not friendly. I, I'm not a friendly person. Again, people are gonna be like, oh, you're an asshole. No, I'm not. I'm just, I am naturally a very reserved person. I naturally do not want to interact with other human beings. Now, when I say to someone, hey, I'm just not interested in talking to you, to me, that makes so much sense. And I can totally appreciate that. And I can be like, oh, wow, thank you so much for telling me. I will leave you alone. But to other people, apparently that is so brutal. And it didn't make sense to me why people would continue to like encourage me to interact or like crack jokes about it. Be like, oh, that's okay. Like I'll sit and talk to you anyway. I'm like, no, like I don't want to sit and talk to you. Like I I actually have so much joy just sitting here in the corner by myself. Like I actually want to do this. Please leave me alone. 
And no matter how I try to communicate that, people like did not receive it well. And I mean, it's unfortunate that that's the way the world is. Like, it's unfortunate that the people who are outliers in whatever situation are not respected. But I now understand that to most people, that's probably like a very strange concept. Does that mean that I'm not going to do it? Does that mean that it's not wrong? Or does it mean that that's wrong? No, not at all. However, I can choose to communicate it differently based on the fact that I know that other people don't think the same way that I think. And the other great thing is that even if they do receive it badly, despite my intention to try to communicate it in a way that makes more sense to someone else, how it's received by that person is literally all to do with them, completely to do with them based on their past, their subconscious beliefs, the way that their mind works, the upbringing that they've had, their culture. And if they don't receive it well, that's totally okay. That is so peaceful because it literally has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. And it it doesn't even worry me in the slightest. So with that being said, you guys, we're about to hit the single biggest lesson. But before we do, 2024, so far, we're like a month in or so. 2024 has literally brought me more peace. Like I've, I've experienced more peace in the first month of 2024 than I have in the last seven years of my life, for sure. I am so fulfilled. I am so happy with my spouse. I'm so happy with my life. I am so happy with my team, with my clients, with my company, with everything, my family. Like I'm so filled with gratitude for everything. And you guys, I'm not just saying it. I am not just saying it. I am, this is truly how I feel. That's why I wanted to do this podcast because I'm like, you guys, this feeling is possible. I know you see people, influencers on social media, and they're living their perfect little life. And you're like, yeah, fucking right. No, you guys, I am living my fucking perfect little life. I am. And you can too with this lesson. (laughs) And the lesson, you guys, is quality over quantity. It is that simple. Okay. I used to think that more friends was better. I used to think that having more clients was the way to make a better impact. I used to think that more social media posts was better, that more employees was better. Like in order to be better around my family, I needed more time with my spouse or whatever. And it's not about more. It's about better. I know so many people in the fitness industry think, oh, I need to do more cardio. I need to do more exercises, more reps, more sets. No, it's not. It's about being intentional about making the most out of the present moment and allowing yourself to actually slow down and enjoy life. Enjoy the life that you are working on creating. And I know a lot of us are like, oh, one day like I'll wake up and things are going to be great. Like you guys, that is right now. But in order to tap into that and to allow it to fill you up. And in order to get out of the chaos and rise above that chaotic overwhelm that I know, I know so many of you guys are facing, you must stop trying to do everything. And I know that that's terrifying. And I know that a lot of you probably have similar default settings to like what my normal is. And that's always creating more work and always having more to do. But you're spreading yourself so thin trying to do that. Like just master, focus on mastering one or two things because the amount of things thrown at us, all the tabs open on your computer, all of the um, things on your phone, all of the papers everywhere, like all of that shit is so distracting. It's so chaotic. Most people are going through life 
so distracted that everything you do is half-assed, even when you don't mean it to be. Because you're just rushing to get to the next thing. It's like, after this, I have this. And after that, I have that. And after this, I have that thing. And you're rushing to get places and you're rushing to do things and you're rushing time with people because you have this list that's going to go on and on and on. And that list, you guys, is going to go on for the rest of your life. So you need to allow yourself, you need to accept that and then allow yourself to truly make the most out of right now, like out of this very moment. You need to allow yourself to slow down and enjoy your life. Now, that doesn't mean you can't still work hard. It doesn't mean that you can't still want to grow because honestly, if I'm being honest, I could die right now and I would be very fulfilled. But do I want more? Yes, absolutely. Am I enjoying the hell out of my life right now? Yes, the most I ever have ever. And like my body isn't exactly where I want it to be right now. My company isn't exactly where I want it to be, but like everything is how I would dream it could be. And like my clients are doing so well. And again, it's because lately, like we've been focusing on quality. Every client at Cut and Conquer right now who's engaged in their program, they are doing so well. Even though there's always ups and downs in our journey, everyone there is amazing. I love the clients we have right now. And the goal for this year is to continue that trend. It's not about more clients. It's about better clients. It's about better results. It's about better connection. Same thing with my spouse. And I'm so grateful that he is also on board with this. I'm so grateful that we have such strong communication and that we love each other so much. It's not about doing a billion things or making more time. It's about the quality of time. And like he and I have been stronger. Like we've had a great relationship since literally the day we met, but it's stronger than it's ever been. And it is so cool. And the time that we are spending together is such quality time. And we're making that time. Like we've literally like intentionally slowed down our day and focused on less stuff in our life so that we can have that quality time with each other and with our family. Same thing in the gym. There's no way I'm slowing down on my fitness journey, but like the reps and the sets. And I mean, I always train with intention, but lately I've been even more so implementing it. Like I've actually kind of reduced the volume of my training a little bit. And it's just been like intentional sets and intentional rest and like full rest day, like a full day off. And when I come back to the gym, it's let's fucking go. And it's funny because in fitness and in with my clients and even in the free challenges and stuff that we put on, like maybe you've been a part of one of those. I always talk about this concept of quality over quantity, but I, for some reason, struggle to connect it in my own life and not my fitness per se, but like in my life. And that is what has actually made such a difference on everything. And that's really what has allowed me to cultivate peace within myself is going within and creating from within. You need peace within yourself if you want to exhibit the peace within your life. And you cannot do that if your needs are unmet and you are constantly bombarded with chaos. But like I said, sometimes you can hear something or read something or listen to something time and time again, but like you just aren't ready to hear it. It just doesn't quite click yet. So the reason for this podcast was hopefully this message was needed. And if you're listening to this, Maybe this message right now isn't fully clicking for you. You're listening and you're like, oh, Christina, that's awesome. Thank you for this episode. It was really insightful. But maybe you're just not fully ready to hear the message. And maybe there's a message in this podcast that like I'm not even aware of. Because the, the way that you interpret this episode is going to be based on what you need and who you are and what you're going through. So hopefully, every individual who has taken the time to listen fully through this episode has gotten what they need out of it. 
But one piece of advice, and this truly has nothing to do with my podcast. This has everything to do with hopefully helping you drive the needle forward in your life is I challenge you to come back to this episode and re-listen to it in nine months, okay? Because nine months from now, you're going to listen to this episode or you can apply this to any episode really or anything. Come back and re-listen because you're going to hear something different that you didn't hear last time. It could be the exact same words, but it's going to be a different message. So after all of that, you guys, the single biggest lesson that has allowed me to elevate my life is quality over quantity. Honestly, you guys, quality and intentionality will never steer you wrong. So thank you so much for listening. If you got value, please, please let me know. If you like these kind of life story, personal experience episodes, I would love to hear what you guys want future episodes on. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Nyfina. I really appreciate it. I love to see who is tuning in, who is listening and see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.